Alright, I think this is just gonna be a test. Those sound waves look good, we're rolling. Okay! Hi, everybody! Uh, today is, uh, the February... April <laughs> 22nd. But you're probably listening to this on Monday the 24th. Sorry about all... I'm gonna turn this a little bit more. Sorry about all the echo... Uh, we're in uh, Petey's house. That's right. I traveled to his college, and we're chilling. We're vibing, having a good grand old time. Well, you know, well, I'm sitting in his apartment for two days straight <laughs> yeah, while yeah, he's yeah. out testing cars. Anywho, uh, we're, we're not going to dilly-dally. We're going to jump straight into it because we actually got, like, a lot of stories this time, and we might actually spend a little while on it. So... I'm going to start us off this time and talk about the corporate restructuring of Jaguar Land Rover, which, of course, is the division of Tata Motors that's, you know, British and luxurious and whatnot. So, first of all, you may have heard the rumor that the Land Rover brand is dead. And I'm here to tell you that's kind of true in sort of a SRT kind of way. In that, the plan currently is to make the Defender, Discovery, and Range Rover all independent brands alongside Jaguar. Uh, So that leaves Land Rover kind of, you know, without making any cars. But in the name of, like, technical advancements and also the name of the division of the company and JLR engines, like, Land Rover's... The Land Rover name is still going to be floating around. Just you won't find a Land Rover car in the future. Speaking of cars... Boy, did I just say something that applies to this entire podcast. Speaking of cars, Jaguar has also announced that they are um, going to be pursuing more in the direction of electric luxury, which was kind of a given, but I guess they properly stated it this time. Um, Luxury high-end, by the way. And they have announced that they are going to be focusing, launching three new models, the first of which... Uh, coming in, I believe, 2025, will be a four-door GT, uh, all-electric. The model will ride on a new electric architecture called the JEA platform uh, and claims a range of 430 miles, which is quite impressive. Uh, Jaguar claims that the price will be around $124,000, less impressive, uh, and the new model will debut... uh, Later this year, and deliveries will start in 2025. Uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. If it's if it designed well, it looks cool, and it like you know actually pulls some impressive like numbers beyond just like range. Then I think you know, could be good. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, probably. Hopefully, lower this price. is the yeah lower price, and hopefully, this also marks the end of the corporate restructuring hell. Uh, JLR has been in for like five, six years. Yeah, I don't think it will though. Honestly, Probably not. <laughs> I think Jaguar is just gonna be like, "Hey, we make uh, boats now, yeah, yeah, or something like that." Oh, they're like, gonna planes. be they're gonna be doing what they always did, barely scraping by. Not necessarily true. There was a point in time when people would say Mercedes, BMW, and Jaguar. I, I wish I was around for those days. Anyways. Jaguar. <laughs> not R.I.P. They're not... I doubt they're going to die. They no, seem careful it's, enough it's to not do that. It's kind of like when you just, like... Unless... You know, your grandpa's dying and you just are like, all right, R.I.P., dude. 
<laughs> See you later. Uh, now let's talk about a baby brand new company. Uh, Cupra 2024 Cupra Telescan. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that, but who cares? It's a brand new model. It's actually, I think, one of the first Cooper exclusive models, although technically not really exclusive, but for it to look like this, it is. It's an electric SUV based mm-hmm. on uh, Volkswagen's, uh, what is it, MEB platform. It's their, it's their... No one knows. No one cares. Exactly. Literally no one cares. Uh, <laughs> it has two power set up, two powertrains, so one 281 horsepower single motor or 335 horsepower dual motor setup. Zero to sixty-two in five point six seconds with the higher horsepower model, uh, and of course the higher horsepower model has three hundred twenty-three miles of range, whereas the single motor has three hundred forty-two miles of range. Honestly, the rest of it's like I don't know. You can go look at a picture of it. Supposedly it looks cool. I don't know. I don't really care. I saw a picture of it. It looks like a car. I might argue. Yeah, it definitely looks like a car. It's a coupe SUV, which is like. Mm. I don't know. I think, I, I, I mean, there was the Bronco, and, uh, continuing on. Yeah. <laughs> Have you, you dropped all the specs on that, yes, right? Yes, All right. So, speaking of specs, MG, that's right. You thought they were dead. They're not. Just not in America. And no one's buying their cars really in Europe right now. Because China and because, you know, quality and whatever else, and their cars are, like, outdated. So what they need is to return to what they're good at. And what they were once upon time good at is making light sports cars before the Miata basically killed that entire business model by being too good at it. Now they have a car to fight the Miata. MG has announced their new electric roadster called the Cyberster. Uh, yes, that's the name they picked. Cyberster. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that will be on the streets of Europe for summer of 2024. Uh, it's fairly, uh, it's a, it's a car, and it looks a lot like a concept car of a similar name they had back in 2021, uh, even keeping the wild scissor doors. That's right. This bad boy's got scissor doors. Ew. Um, and of course, the way any good piece of copy-pasted information starts, leaked Chinese government documents revealed that <laughs> leaked Chinese governments revealed that the Cyberster is a bit larger than the Z4 and will have a top speed of about 124 miles per hour. And of course, uh, uh, MG these days. In case I guess I'll run through this real fast. If you didn't know. Some brands are being bought by Chinese brands, like Volvo is owned by Geely, which is a private Chinese company. But MG happened to get themselves bought by SAIC, which is not a private, but rather a state-owned car company. Very cool. So they are literally owned by the Chinese government. I mean, that's ideal. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. Uh, So if you're looking for an electric alternative to the Miata with uh, scissor doors... Don't buy this. Uh, and you're not in America. <laughs> Speaking of the Chinese. Ram has a recall. Who would have guessed? 131,700 models are affected. Wow. Uh, basically, it's a really funny recall. Uh, uh, the engine I mean, stalls sometimes. I don't know if that's funny. No, that's hilarious. Oh. Uh, I think it only stalls at idle, so it's like, it is kind of funny. 
because you can just restart it. Uh, but basically, this is only affecting the 5.7 liter V8 e-torque engine, which, as the name implies, is a mild hybrid. Um, I don't think the hybrid system itself is actually affecting it. They say it has to do with the ECU calibrations and fuel trim. It's going too rich. I don't know. I don't work for RAM. Not yet you don't. balls. Anyway. Not yet you don't. Uh, well, I'm certainly not sucking their balls, so somebody's going to have to be sucking some balls. But one day you'll work for RAM. No, I won't. Yes, Anyway, will. basically the recall can be fixed with dealer software. you got to go in and have your ECU reflashed. Because um, they don't do over-the-air updates, which is fair. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, most uh, combustion engines don't do over-the-air updates. Yeah, I mean, I have a feeling that most RAM, like, customers would not be too happy if their car got an update over-the-air. <laughs> I mean, admittedly, when I first heard it, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing ever because I know my phone likes to, or all of my devices like to randomly update the most inconvenient time. And the most inconvenient time for a car is while you're driving. Yeah. And what the fuck is that going to do? I know it. I know. <laughs> I know. It literally, can't update unless you're not driving. Yeah. I don't know. That's how it works. But. But still. Yeah. It's like the, you know, it's got to talk to people, and the car has to communicate. I don't want. Speaking of electric cars, <laughs> Porsche has announced weirdly announced just one detail. That the 718, a.k.a. the Boxster and or Cayman, and you, you, it's a one car, I guess. <laughs> uh, oh, hold on. Let me fix this. Uh, sorry, bear with us for a second, folks. I have to hang up on somebody. All right. <laughs> and we're going to just keep this open in case I have to do that again. No, no, just, just shut down Discord in the background. Uh, oh, that's true, I can do that. Alright, sorry about that. Uh, quick intermission. Uh, but yeah, they're turning this into an electric car. They've released no other details at this time. But we'll be sure as more updates come out, we'll forget to let you guys know. Because we'll go, wait, I thought we already talked about this. And then we won't talk about it. I mean, that's ideal. Yes. <laughs> anyway, you know what's not electric? What? The 2024 Mustang. Actually, you probably can get an electric one. It's called the whatever the hell it's called. I don't even remember anymore. It's a stupid SUV. I've got cancer. Anyway, uh, on the 5.0 liter V8 model and, well, it's 5.0 liter V8 automatic transmission and the 2.3 liter inline four with the uh, like the the Ford like performance exhaust. I don't know. They've got a fun name for it. There is a new feature. It's called remote rev. Ooh. You can use your key fob to make the car rev. It's the most ridiculous nice. thing ever. Is it weird that I'm getting paranoid about them? Sorry, continue. Yes, but <laughs> anyway, basically, you can press a certain sequence of buttons on the key fob. And the car will go into remote rev mode. And if you press another certain sequence of buttons, the car will rev up to 5,000 RPM three times in a row, and then it'll go back down to idle. And you Interesting. Can do it again, and it'll rev more, and you can just, you know, show off your stupid car to your friends. <laughs> Excuse anyway. for me for a moment. Oh, no. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually... 
me they're actually in the building. Oh, dear God. <laughs> All right, so um, speaking of in the building, Mercedes Maybach has a new high-end vehicle. That's right, the new EQS 680. Um, if you want this EV, but in... Uh, what, where did I just start? So anyways, this is a high-end high-end SUV that I think looks incredibly ugly, uh, and it goes on sale this fall. Uh, it is very large, but has no third row, and the second row uh, comes with an optional separate passenger seat. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, no, it comes with pa- a separate passenger seat. Bench is optional. I don't know why you'd do that, though. Uh, front and rear motors offer up to 649. I'm sorry, I'm nervous now. 649 horsepower and 700 pound feet of torque, the same as you'd get in a Mercedes AMG EQS sedan. Very nice. Again, I think it's ugly. I think we got one more story to cover here. We do. The NCCC, also known as the National Council of Corvette Clubs, is very cringe. Yes. Uh, basically, they have banned all EVs and hybrids from all of their tracks and from 30 feet within all bu- from like from all buildings. This is in direct response to the Corvette E-Ray coming out, like being being like revealed, like announced. Well, no, actually, is it on sale yet? I don't know. I think they just sold the first one at auction for something like $1.15 million. And, you know, this is purely not a coincidence that this is happening right now. But basically, Corvette owners are sad that they're cringe and uh, I'm based and we have to end. Yeah. Hello? Yes? Um, like just drive or do launches? Alright, yeah, okay, I'm gonna wrap this up. Okay, bye. I gotta pee.